Welcome to Exploring the Seasons of Life, a podcast for women with a big heart on a spiritual journey. I'm your host, Cindy McMillan, and I'm joined today by Amy Gonzalez Nelson. Today, we're chatting about being brave. Each week, I interview coaches and spiritual explorers from all walks of life about beginnings, endings, and the messy bits in between. Self-love, well-being, and mindset are at the heart of our conversations because once you change the inside, the outside will begin to change as well. So hey there, friend. Thanks for joining me on this lovely day, wherever you are in the world, and just know that I am grateful for you. My guest, Amy, is a self-proclaimed bravery activator, soul polisher, and speaker. She advocates and educates on the importance of our mental wellness and overall mind, body, emotional, and spiritual health. She guides clients on the importance of acknowledging their bravery and reminds them that we are all in this together, for we all need each other. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Cindy, thank you so very much. It's such an honor to be on this platform with you. I know we were talking beforehand and I'm like, don't go too deep because what you're saying is so good. So I, I want to start off by asking you, what do you mean when you say being human is itself the bravest act of all? Because I just love that, that, that line. Thank you. Well, you know, I believe when, you know, we are told what it is to be brave, of course, it's our soldiers. Of course, it's someone who's running into a burning building to, you know, to go save someone. Bravery, we always attach to the very act of doing. And that was kind of this eye-opening perspective for me when I myself was going through um, intense anxiety and deciding, you know, what does, what happens next for me and my overall mental wellness And it occurred to me that in this very moment that I am acknowledging this and choosing to say, hey, you know, I've had my enough because I am enough, that is brave. Choosing to be human and getting up in the morning is brave. So the idea of what does brave mean to me? I like the acronym. B means bold. R means resilient. A means authentic. V means vulnerable. And E means energy. That's what it is to be brave that collective um, combination of all of what makes us human. Oh, Amy, I love that. And I love that acronym, the way you just spelled that out, because I think now when people hear um, brave, they're going to be thinking about that. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Because um, I, I have a saying that I will say at the very end, but um, that I end all of my um you know, clients with and when I speak with and it, well, I'll just say it now. So it's all about braving on, right? Let's all brave on. So when we say brave on, you are thinking, God, I am a bold, resilient, authentic, vulnerable energy, and I'm choosing to move on. <laughs> and I think what the word choosing is such a big piece of that, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, life is a choice, you know, to participate in your life is an absolute choice. Um, even in those moments when we feel completely like, say, shackled from um, in uh, the intensity of life, right? You know, then if you're still breathing, you're choosing to breathe, right? It's, you know, you are in this process of continuing to make a choice every single day to live. To me, that's, that's tremendous. That is the, the bravest act we could 
you know, um, embody is to live. And, you know, regardless of what goes on, every one of us can relate to life being one hell of a ride. (laughs) As you're talking, Amy, I'm thinking about, you know, the podcast is about beginnings, endings, and those messy bits in between. Absolutely. And being brave is when you're living in all that, but especially those messy bits in between. I love that you said that too in your um, in your intro, because to me, that's the meat, right? That's the juiciness of life are those in-betweens, are those bits that, you know, kind of in when we're in it just seems this, you know, never ending, um, say, tornado or roller coaster ride. But that's where we gain our, our most wisdom and lessons because we are put to the test, if you want to say. Yeah, and I think that you've you've kind of already answered this in, in what you've been talking about. But when I say, what does exploring the seasons of life mean to you personally or in your business? What does that mean for you? Well, my business was ever is ever um, evolving. You know, I was a um, an event planner in production and music and, and sports for quite a number of years, and you know, I hit this point where things seemed small, you know, where um, it was this question of, you know, there's got to be more than this. And my anxiety fit perfectly in those roles because if my life was not this color coordinated spreadsheet where I was literally ticking it off, it would just rattle me from top to bottom. So obviously that wasn't resonating anymore. Everything was collapsing. So the seasons of where things were going was, okay, what's the next step for me in this evolution of my business? My whole career changed. I wanted to share this message. Others were interested in what I had to say. It has been this ever constant movement, right? You know, like the river, I don't go back, but I keep moving forward. Can you just talk a little bit about what led you to create the Bravery Brigade, and exactly what that is? Yeah. So (laughs) um, ever since a little girl, I always carried my soapbox around. I was very much protesting for everyone's rights and making sure that everyone was treated fairly. And um, so this idea of always, you know, wanting us humans to live together in harmony started very young. So in this midst of me deciding what's next, contemplating, um, you know, I have two young boys, I'm about to be a single mom, you know, there's all these questions. I was very much into watching things that were about folks that were using their bravery. So up comes a show on the suffragettes. And, you know, I'm looking at all these films and clips and the term brigade came in the midst of it. I was like, you know what? That's a great word. We haven't heard that word in quite a while. And then I realized we are a brigade of brave souls, right? All of us are together in this ginormous world global brigade, each of us braving on. So it was like, this is a great platform to say, Hey, join the brigade. Everybody is, you know, on this braver brigade. And that's how the term came to me to start the business. <laughs> if um, if you want to say, hope that answers your question. It does. And you know, brigade is, I'm going to say an old fashioned word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you just tell us what that means for people who haven't like heard that in a long time? Um, brigade, in my understanding, um, if I get my definition right, is a collective group of folks that are out 
for the same purpose, if you want to say. So a soldier brigade or, you know, um, a suffragette brigade. So it's a group of folks that are collectively in the same mindset and movement to accomplish their goal. Bravery Brigade, that is perfect then. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tongue twister though, because in the beginning I'm like, Bravery Brigade, but then it just rolls off, you know, (laughs) if we say it slow enough. (laughs) But I love it. You know, when we talk about mindset, can we talk about the importance of mindset and being brave? Because you've talked about, you know, it's brave to get up in the morning. What is that brave mindset? The brave mindset obviously is individual to each person. Um, For me, it is a constant dialogue to myself from myself. Um, it's this, I'm going to say, okay, I wake up in the morning. I'm not feeling particularly good, say body wise. I'm going to talk to myself. I know all you out there listeners, everyone talks to themselves. So it's a great opportunity to really spiff up that tool. And the idea is, Hey, what is your choice today? Are you going to get up today? You know, do you need five more minutes? Give yourself five more minutes. After the five more minutes, how do you feel now? It's a constant check-in. And then it is ownership. Okay, we agree that we are going to get up and we're going to start the day. And again, for those our, um, anxiety warriors out there, it, for me, it's taken a lot of um, therapy, traditional therapy and holistic therapy to know that my, I am my biggest advocate. So the mindset begins with the advocacy of myself and then tap into my toolkit and say, what else do I have there to keep myself in this mindset of we're just going to take each moment as it comes along, right? Because the, the incoming is not the whole of the day. It's just this little moment. And that's a, it, it's a constant practice. You know, Amy, on the podcast, I talk a lot about self-care mm. and it's almost having that self-compassion for yourself. Absolutely. Self-compassion, self-care, all the listeners out there, it's not selfish. You have to take care of you first. You know, we are, um, all of us say, you know, raised by history and history tells us to keep going and, you know, the needs of others. And yes, of course, we're all in this together. But the important thing is if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of those others. So when you get that perspective shift, it really makes sense. Um, And it's the more you can, um, you know, arm yourself up with whatever you need, then you're better at moving throughout your day. And then it trickles off, you know, to family, friends, loved ones, coworkers, right? So it becomes a ripple effect. You then are giving permission to others to do the same, right? So um, it's, we're all a mirror of each other. And that's the important part of understanding that to advocate for self-care and share that with them with someone else. Amy, we have so many similar thoughts around, you know, self-care and self-compassion. And you use the word permission, which is a word that I absolutely love. So there's something very freeing Mm. about giving yourself permission. So how do we give ourselves permission to live a brave life? Um, that's moment to moment. That is literally taking that one moment and 
and literally verbalizing it, right? Um, what I've learned throughout, you know, so far is that sound, you know, our vibration, even hearing our own voice is a healing tool and a healing component. So when we acknowledge that in ourselves, we are in essence um, adding that vibration in our body to say, hey, it's okay, right? Today's the day. Today's the day that you're going to choose, even if it's just for the next hour, right? It doesn't have to be the whole day. That's the goal. But, you know, again, it's it's one step at a time. But it goes back to what I said before is that historically, for centuries and centuries, we're told to push through it and, you know, suck it up. And, you know, it's, um, there's no blame. It's just, that's what was. And, um, what is, is we have the ability to be generational breakers. We have that ability to say, you know what, that doesn't jive anymore. And it, it probably never did. Right. You know, it doesn't resonate. So what does resonate with my body? Um, and saying, yes, yes, you can. And again, I'm sure listeners are like, well, it's not that easy, but, Easy is just a word. The energy we put behind it makes the difference. So it takes practice, but it takes us creating a new habit. And that's what this is. It's creating a new um, dialogue, a new dialogue habit within ourselves. Does that make sense? <laughs> it, does. That it does. And one of the things that I think is really important for you know our listeners to hear you say is it doesn't have to be for the whole day. It's minute, moment by moment. Right. Because life is moment by moment. And that's another thing that I think we neglect to remember is that life is moment to moment. We, again, are so used to rushing to, you know, step 10 when we have, you know, two through nine to get to. And it's this, let me end the day. Like you wake up, I just can't wait to the end of the day. Right. And you go to sleep. I can't wait till I get to the morning. Well, what happened to all the hours in between? Like I said in in the beginning, that's the juice. That's the meat of what our life is all about. Because the reality is, if we don't um, hone in on that, life is going to continue whether we participate in it or not. Oh, that everybody listen to that. That was so powerful, Amy, what you just said. Life is going to continue whether we participate it in it or not. Yes. And I think all of us now more than ever in my generation can end to understand what did we just go through and can are continuing to go through these past two years, right? Living in this pandemic, we're all living in it moment to moment. Those of us who have just have experienced grief or illness, it is a moment to moment deal. And you don't get that moment back. I had that realization I had a cancer uh, surgery and I'm on my way to get the procedure done and I'm driving past the hospital and it was like just this huge realization that in this very second, someone is transitioning and someone is being born. And I'm thinking to myself, life is not waiting, right? Life, I mean, the birds are still singing, <laughs> the cars are still going. So it was like, wow, life is not going to wait, right? It's just going to continue to move in this cyclical energy, and so should we. I've been off for a couple of days, and I had lunch, or breakfast rather, with a friend, I think it was on Thursday, and we got together, we had this fantastic breakfast, we walked on the beach, because I, I live here in Florida, oh, nice. and, and we walked, walked on the beach, and we just had this really great conversation, and it just hit me how much 
I have missed having in-person conversations with folks during this pandemic. Absolutely. And I know life is moving on, you know, moving on in each moment. And we've, you know, you and I talked about technology, yeah. <laughs> you know, before we yes. hit record. Yes. And that's how we're living our lives now. But there is something about also being in person with people. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, and it really is. Again, I'm a very tangible person. I'm Cuban and and um, and Italian, and we have no personal space, right? So we're touchers, we're kissers and huggers. So, you know, um, that really rocked my personal space, right? Because I'm so used to that, you know, co- co- collection of hugging and touching. So to not be in that space, wow, it did a number um, to my mental wellness. And that's another level of, you know, my foundation is all about mental wellness, but it's understanding that there is that balance, right? So what can I do to, you know, add those, those, that sensory input need that I need. And that's, I, I, in my belief, what COVID taught us and is continues to, you know, teach us is that, Given the moment, hug the one you love, touch the one you love, high five, you know, make do that physical tent because that's healing too, right? Touch is healing, healing touch for, you know, Reiki. I mean, I'm a Reiki practitioner. There's so many levels to it that we need to keep reminding ourselves because again, it's all on us to remind ourselves to live. In talking about this, what are three or four tips for someone who wants to take action but they feel blocked by fear or resistance, but they're, they're in that space, Amy, of they're going, you know what? I want to be brave. And you have touched on a few things, but what are three or four tips for someone to take action? Okay. First I would start with, um, you know, again, be impeccable with your word. You are brave in saying, I want to be brave. You already are. The fact that you are acknowledging that you are questioning the brave, you are brave, right? So it's starting with that perspective shift. When I was going through, um, again, folks listening, none of this happened right away. This has been 10, 12 years in the making, and it's still evolving. I created um, four principles for myself called the four P's to peace. And this is what I take clients through. And the first P was um, shifting perspective. So right away, shift the perspective, I am brave. You know, I don't want to be, I am brave. And knowing that in your moment, in your perspective, that's your truth. Absolutely. Take a breath and take a step back and look at the, have a broader view to understand that you're not alone on this journey. So that's number one. Number two is practice. Practice. Life requires us to practice it, to live it. So Pick up that book that you are wanting to read, right? Go take that class. Go take a walk. Practice your life. That's brave is to step into spaces that bring you joy. P number three is, oh, my God, I think this is my my, my karmic path in life is patience. <laughs> a virtue I, don't know, I still need it um, is knowing that time. You know, though time is, um, you know, we created the concept of time humans, right? So patient, be patient with the process. We don't want to rush it because we don't want to rush life. So in these moments, for those who have problems with patience, my hands raising all the everyone listening out there, it's again, it's that coming back to the moment. And then the final P for me was purpose, defining what purpose means for you in the day, not the whole of your life, right? That'll come. 
purpose in just the day. If your purpose is to get up, take a shower, go walk your dog, go get yourself some ice cream. Hello, everyone out there. I love ice cream. <laughs> That's your purpose. <laughs> Plain and simple. And then the next day, you'll have a different purpose, right? So those four principles is what I use to really define my bravery, to start that process of, yes, today I am enough, I am worth it, I am brave. When you said define your purpose before the day, that is something a lot of us don't hear a lot of. You know, we hear so much, you know, find your purpose, find your purpose. And we're like finding our pur- trying to find our purpose for a whole big life. Yeah. But it makes it so much more manageable to find it for the day. Absolutely. Because the, those moments of purpose add up to the whole. Right. And that's where that patience comes in because then now you're allowing the energy to move in the way it's supposed to, right? With no of none of these blocks. And it's gonna unfold for yourself, right? That comes to that space of trust and surrender and allowing things to unfold. And yes, like I told you in the beginning, I am, was a control freak, right? I needed to know where each step was going. Through this practice, I've learned to let go and allow things to come through. Again, not that I don't have my moments where I go back and I'm like, oh my God, you know, I need to know what's happening next week. I can feel the difference in my body when I'm in that space again. So it's body recognition. It's listening to what your body is telling you. And again, in my belief, the world is shifting. We are faced with something we've never been faced before. So purpose is shifting purpose in just living in the moment to connect with a loved one, to be safe, to share that, you know what, we're all in this together, right? You know, if we're not all in this together, we're all going down with the ship. You know what I mean? So it requires all of us to participate. Now, actually, I was, I wanted to ask you about letting go and you mentioned letting go because that is also another concept that a lot of folks hear And they're like, letting go, surrender. They Mm. feel like when they're letting go or they're surrendering, that they've lost control. Yes. Oh, I hear you, listeners. If that, um, so I, um, I bring spirituality into this because it is part of my journey. Um, I was raised Catholic, but I do no longer practice, but I am very much still much in faith and spirit that I, and of a belief that there's an energy that, that guides me. And there's a, this um, conversation my mom and I used to always have about when I would say, oh, what do I do? And she's like, oh, just pray, just let it go. And then I'm like, okay. And then 10 seconds later, I'm taking it back. <laughs> you know. So the idea is I'm not giving enough time or trust into the universe to do its job. So that's when, again, perspective shift of understanding that There are forces in my belief that are there to help allow it to come and move because there are other things that you have to pay attention to, right? So it's that set it and forget it almost, you know, you're putting it out there and you're continuing to live because when I'm in that moment of trying to control it, that I'm not living. Mm, I'm so shackled by my thoughts about how I can make this happen and the what ifs. And that's when the anxiety comes into play. And I'm not letting go. I'm stuck in this roundabout circle and replaying the same thing over and over and over. Right. 
So um, that's when the term of letting go is that takes, again, moment to moment. And it builds on itself. Okay, I'm going to let this thought go for an hour. I'm going to let this thought go for a day and then build on it. Do you have a favorite book? I know I'm kind of going off track here, but do you have a favorite book on being brave? Uh, Being brave. One of my all-time favorite books is The Four Agreements. Um, by Don Miguel Ruiz that was oof, sent me to a whole different level. And then The Alchemist um, is another book that both go hand in hand about, for me, what it is to be brave. Um, both came to me, and I say this uh, with full, it came to me in a time when I needed it. I believe books and um shows maybe I think things are presented to you for a reason so these came to me at a moment when I absolutely needed them so yes those are my two favorite books now I have read the four agreements and I've heard of the alchemist but I haven't read it I'll have to pick that up because I love to read Mm -hmm. it's fantastic now I'm curious what's the biggest surprise you've had in the last few months the biggest surprise I've had in the last for, uh, couple months is um, how interested others have been in the concept of bravery. Um, and I'm new to this podcasting world, so just to get my voice out and um, putting myself up to be a guest and so many folks wanting to hear this. And the exciting part is it's global. It's a lady in UK. It's someone in New Zealand, Australia. And it's exciting because there's a connection there, right? Um, We're collaborating. We are all trying to um, get on the same page, what, uh, you know, on this collective journey. And that's so, that's surprising. (laughs) I guess I just didn't know know that that many people were really interested. Um, And it's wonderful. It's wonderful because I am all about collaborating. And I love to hear what other people have to say on this journey. What I think is going to be interesting um, for you, because you said you're new to the podcasting world. And as you start podcasting and and being a guest in these um, different countries and everything, Mm -hmm. is really to find out what another country, what their viewpoints are on brave. See, I love that kind of stuff. Yes. That's what I love about podcasts. I know, absolutely. And again, that's the greatest part of this is when folks say, you know, bravery activated, where did you come up with that term? Well, that's just it. Each of us is a bravery activator for ourselves and another. So to to weave this thread, I like to say we, we are this beautiful tapestry, the whole world, right? And the thread that binds us all together is this idea of collaborating. So we're all to, um, collectively bravery activators and helping the world understand, you know, we are all in this together. Yeah, you know, you mentioned bravery activator. And when I introduced you, I said soul polisher. <laughs> Can you talk about yes, that a little yes. bit? So the pra- the um, the practice that I um, um, teach clients and um, it, it's called intuitive soul polishing. So I am um, an intuitive healer. So I do tap in and who we are, our essence, our soul, you know, who could use a little soul polishing every now and then, right? So I imagine like when you get your shoe shine, right? I mean, we are kind of just polishing up that part of us 
that needs a little bit more shining when we are in a state of um, sadness, despair, confusion. And again, this is not just a solo bit. Each of us could be a soul polisher for someone else, right? So everything that I use is um, something that we can give to someone else. You know what? You need a little bit of soul polishing today. I need a little bit of soul polishing today. And that's what this is all about. So that's where Soul Polisher came in. Yeah, that that is very giving of you when you when because you've talked about it a couple of times about giving to other people. Mm. Yeah. I even talked about that a little bit as when you were talking about your <laughs> little Amy, you know, waving the flag for people. Yeah, you know, I mean, we are our biggest cheerleader. We uh, you know, have to get to have to. We um it's important for us to be in that space. Um for, you know, it is up to us, right? It's up to us to feel joy and to Acknowledge, man, being human, this is awesome. This is the best event we're ever going to, you know, be, um, participate in or create. So I, yeah, it is a mutual share and I understand not everyone's there and that's okay, but it's meeting people where there are. And right now uh, I'll come polish your soul (laughs) and then hopefully pay it forward because there's something that you have that I need. And there's something that I have that you need. Yeah. That's a great way of looking at it. Now, our time is flying by. I absolutely can't believe this. <laughs> but let me ask you, sure. what would you go back and thank your 18-year-old Amy for? Ooh, I love that question. Um, I would thank her for being the risk taker that she was. I would thank her for knowing that she could swim in a much larger fishbowl than where she was. Thank her for... Uh, knowing that she was brave at that point, even though she didn't know it, it was the energy that was always with her. Thank her for that internal, internal flame of living and continuing on. Um, I would thank her for, you know, the, and I don't want to say mistakes that she's made. I would thank her for the journey that she did and the many doors that closed and opened to get to where we are now. Thank you, Amy. I used to ask that question differently. I used to say, what would you say to your 18-year-old self? But then I realized there's so much we have to thank our 18-year-old selves for. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great, great way to put it. I love that, that you say that, you know, again, even talking to you, there are these snippets that are just so profound and listeners, uh, I hope you continue to listen to Cindy because you have such a beautiful way of saying things, Cindy, that is, um, that hits at, ha, ha, has hit me in such a way that, you know what, there are so many uh, of other brave reactivators out there and soul polishers. So beautifully said, thank you. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. Now, can you tell everybody your social media, your website, how to find you? Yes, thank you so much. So um, my website is braverybrigade.com. I am on Instagram and Facebook for now. Um, I hope to be on others, but it's under Amy Gonzalez Nelson with an E. So (laughs) um, you could check me out in both spaces. Again, I take on intuitive healing clients via Zoom, in person, and you'll, I send little snippets of videos on Instagram. So take a look and I would love to hear your feedback. We're all in this together. So brave on folks, everybody brave on. <laughs>
Thank you so much for being a guest. I really do appreciate it. And I will have all that in the show notes. And do you have any final words that you would like to say? Yeah, I would say when you rise in the morning, acknowledge how incredibly brave it is that you did and look at that beautiful sunrise. And when you go to bed, acknowledge how brave you are that you ended the day and admire that that sunset for each one. Each one is another reminder of how awesome it is to be alive and to be brave. So thank you. Thank you, Amy. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Leaving a rating and review helps to improve rankings in iTunes. It shows engagement, which may attract sponsors, and it is essential for the podcast to be discovered by new listeners. Plus, it would mean the world to me. Thanks again. Until next time, live inspired.